Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Carrie Yates, and she is a producer on 13 Fanboy. Hey, Carrie, how are you doing? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes, it's got the festive sweater on with skulls on it, and it has to be done. Yes. Absolutely. So the first question I want to ask you is just so everybody has a general understanding of what we're really going to be talking about, which is 13 Fanboy. So can you let us let everybody know what is 13 Fanboy all about? 13 Fanboy is a star's worst nightmare where you get the hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm a big fan and stuff like that. And obviously they, they build up a relationship in their head. And, you know, when they stare at you on the screen, it, everyone tells us, says, oh, you know, it can't happen. It, it does happen. You know, there's plenty of history in Hollywood that this can happen. And then people, you know, as I say, you get one fan that takes it to the next level and the next level and the next level. And as I say, you, you, they become a fanboy in the worst possible way. And they, they think they've got a relationship with you and they think they own you. And they get this sort of like thing where they want to be in your life. And that you could create a convention. You could have your photograph taken. They think that's, you know, love. And it isn't. It's sort of like, you know, fans, you know, like, say for instance, I always have someone there. It's not. I'm being obviously you're interacting with that person, uh, but they take it to the next level. And yeah. 13 Fanboy is, as I say, a star's worst. Not I've had stalkers, in, and I'm not even a you know a star. So it's, so for me it wasn't nice. Mm-hmm. So for a star, it's emphasised because they are in yeah. your living room on a day. You know they put the film on right. for them. They're in their living room on a daily basis. Yeah. So, it's sort of like they build up this relationship. Yeah. And they think they own you. It's sort of like, you, you, it's like me. I like stars. I watch their films. They don't own me anything. But some mm-hmm. fans think that they owe them because they mm-hmm. do rent their movie, go to the um, cons and mm-hmm. go to and buy the DVDs, mm-hmm. the merchandise. And people assume that, yeah. you know, it's like, it's, as I say, it's a star's worst yeah. nightmare. That's the only yeah. way to describe it. Yep. And it's funny because, like, the thing is with the most, I guess, famous one in the uh, horror industry is Adrian King, who played Alice Hardy yeah. in Friday the 13th from, in 1980 and Friday the 13th Part 2. Yes. So that, that's one of the most, uh, I guess, talked about ones of uh, yeah. uh, quote unquote fanboy stalking a star of a yeah. big, you know, a big movie. And uh, of course, it also happened to actresses like Laura Park Lincoln and uh, I believe Judy Arnson. I heard it happened to as well where they got yes. the stalkers. And it, it is a scary thing. And, uh, you know, I know with with uh, Adrian, it came to the point that she had almost she had a gun to her head. Yeah, and in the end, I think she had to pull out a fanboy because it was too yep. close for comfort. So yeah, and I completely understand that. <laughs> well, all I know is, is um, my stalker, mm-hmm. um, ex-family friend, 
ended up moving mm. to one side near, near to where we lived wow. at the time. Crazy. And it wasn't, it, if it wasn't for my husband, basically giving him a short shop, keep away, or else we would involve the police, because I was five mm. months pregnant with our uh, middle son. Mm. So, yes, it's not nice. Let's see. Yeah, it's not that's nice. Insane. And yes, yeah. enough about me. As I said, <laughs> do you see? But I could see where, the, you know, I was going, oh, but it's so far-fetched. So I go, mm -hmm. no, it isn't. It isn't. Yeah. At the end of the day, you could sort of like say, oh, that was a nice cup of tea you made me, or coffee. Right. They say, they think it's your, the other, oh, she likes my coffee. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And they, all of a sudden, they've got a relationship right. because you made them, you know, so. Yeah, it's like happen. an invitation in, they feel. Yeah. There's an invitation. Oh, can you make me another one? Or, you know, oh, I've asked for an autograph. Oh, you've got the autograph. Right. It's, you know, it's, yeah. oh, you've got this, you've got this, you've got this. And next <laughs> thing you know, you're married with three kids with yeah. them in their heads. Yeah. And it is scary. So it really is. It really is. And so, how did you get involved with 13 Fanboy? Well, I am friends with Tamara Glenn. From mm -hmm. Halloween Five, mm -hmm. and she's friends with Deborah, and they were just having a chat. You know, she do scrolling on Facebook, and Deborah and her having a chat on hers, and they were talking about like the sheer horror group, and certain fanboy came up, mm -hmm. and at the time I was in the process of moving home, so obviously I said, oh, jokingly to Deborah, I said, oh, do you take um, international donations? And she goes, actually, we do. And then, obviously, I was moving, and trust me, we in inherited a money pit. And <laughs> I was like, our priorities had to go to the money pits. We literally had no carpets and nothing. We were left with a shell. And sort of like, um, and then once I had some money, I turned around and I said, at the time, I was pregnant with my daughter, and it was my 40th. And my, my husband goes, oh, do you want to do something later on in the year? Because I was heavily pregnant with Raven at the time. Mm -hmm. And I turned around and said, actually, no, I don't want a party. I don't want, no offence, hypocritical people turning up for the free bar, the buffet, and not talk to me again for another 10 years. Right. <laughs> that's what happens nowadays. <laughs> I said, you know what? It is, it's true, and how many people generally want to be there because to see you and not the food you put on and mm -hmm. the drink you put on. And I actually said to my husband, I said, Do you know what? I said, before we moved to the house, Deborah Voorhees was um, looking at, you know, doing this film 13th Round Boy and stuff like that. He goes, oh, oh, from Friday 13th series. And I went, yeah. And I turned around and I said to my husband, I said, I want to do something for Kerry. Because I'm a, it, this is not a violin moment, mm -hmm. but I'm a full time caregiver. And you do give up a lot. But I said, this time I want to do something for me. And I looked at the um, these credits, you know, all the perks and everything. And I decided, and I said, oh, can I be associate producer 13 Fanboy for my 40th? And he went, so what do you want? I said, yeah, because mm -hmm. I said, nothing. The party will go come and go. Mm -hmm. I will not see those people again. Mm -hmm. And I would like something permanent. Mm -hmm. You know, IMBD, that credit will always be there. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, I turned around and I just said, 
that's what I wanted. It was yeah. my 40th birthday present for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and in the end, it's sort of like my family's photograph is in it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, oh, we're Tracy Savage's family. Yes, so it's, so we've got our picture in it. And I ended up getting a character named after me as well. So. Nice. Yeah, so at the end of the day, it was, I preferred that than I would have done someone, someone going to have a birthday right. to you. Yeah, and it's, if you think about it, that movie is always going to be out there. It doesn't matter how, like, how, like, I guess, hard it, come, it would ever become to come across. Like, that movie will always be made. It will always be out there at some point in some rhyme or reason. So your credit, your character's name, everything will be a hundred percent there for all the time. Whereas you exactly. said the people for your party, you might not see again for another 10, 15 years. Exactly. Then I, you know, I had a selfish five minutes and right. I'm glad I had that selfish, you know, at the end of the yeah. day, you know, we give up loads in this world, especially what with mm-hmm. everything's going on. Yeah. But I know that I could put on 13 fanboy. Kerry mm-hmm. Yates is there because I know who she yeah. is now. I told Deborah, I go, who's Kerry? <laughs> I said, she went, oh, she's the one who hugged um, Dee in the scene at home. I'm not giving too much away. Just goes, people yes. haven't. She went, oh, right. And I went, yes, that one. So, you know, I see, I see Kerry and she's, and, you know, I see her. And there's me on screen. And then sort of like you see, <laughs> you know, you see family's picture. And we yep. even made it into the trailer. Yeah. And you know that was a remarkable moment, and awesome. you know it's a still. I prefer to do stuff that you know we can look back on when we're older and go, look, mm-hmm. there's us, there's us, and right? Because you look at family, and it's to me, I, that is more than blowing out forty candles on the cake. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So you know, after you saw Thirteen Fanboy, what did you enjoy the most about it, and what did you enjoy the least about it? Do you know what the my what I enjoyed most about it was seeing Kane Hodder being Kane Hodder. <laughs> it's sort of like he gets so um I think typecast with the Jason character, mm-hmm. with the Hatchet character. It was nice seeing Kane mm-hmm. Hodder being Kane Hodder, and I hope yeah. and pray people, you know, directors, film, you know, producers, look at that and say actually Kane can do that. Because I looked and I went, his scene, you know, I looked scenes and I was like, does human Kane? Right. Because I think everyone sees Kane as machete in one and sort of like blood. And and I think, yeah, that was my, you know, one of the good scenes, you know? Yeah, I like that too. It's it's not a, you know, uh, 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 scene, but it's sort of like, you know, I sat there and I went, that is... It, you know, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I, it, it was nice. And it also sort of like when I watched it with my son, Dylan, mm-hmm. he sort of like said, oh, that's Kane Hodder. And I went, yes. I was expecting him all dressed up. I went, he's playing Kane in this, not Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. So it was actually nice to see that, you know, that side of him. And yeah. I hope and pray others do. And then you hope and pray that he gets all parts like it because he mm-hmm. deserves it, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What uh, what did you? What about the least? What did you? Uh, I guess not like the most about it. Um, the least I think 
hard. I think actually. The Nazi. The I think it. Well, I don't. Oh, dear. I, I think they could have done a longer sort of like con scene, you know? Yeah. A bit more, yeah. It's sort of like you could have done a longer con, possibly, you know, mm-hmm. just sort of like see, the, you know, more sort of like the yeah. interaction because it could give you more and more people to look at, yeah. like, possibly, 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 yeah. and stuff like that, if that makes any sense, you know? Yeah, I agree there, with that. Because you know you got you you going is it her is it him <laughs> is it them it's you never know because you know you right. got you got the screen franchise where you got double bubble kiss serial killers <laughs> yep so you you know I think it would have been possibly and you know possibly someone getting arrested in that scene you know going over yeah. and, and then the security and they take them away and there's yeah. another possibility yeah sorry i, I could I, I could be doing, rewriting the sequel here you never know any credits sort of like Kerry <laughs> <laughs> so regard i know you're part of the indie horror community um so i guess what do you love the most about this community I think it's the one of the most genuine communities out. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like if you have a problem, they're there for you. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like they're there, you know. It's like I've had a couple of issues, and right. I'll tell you what, they've all been there and stuck up for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always there. It's it's one of the I said I know I call it horror family. It's sort of like because they are family. It's mm-hmm. it. You know, it, it, we're not all a bunch of psychos, you know, rocking in chairs. Mm-hmm. We love horror and we're all nice, genuine people with it. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's you want to be genuine, you know. Mm-hmm. I've had five o'clock, five a.m. conversations with some of them mm-hmm. because, you know, one of my kids is up poorly right. or something. <laughs> and you're sitting there, you're going, oh, sure. And we're in a long chat about, you know, this and the other. And, and you sit yeah. there and it's the most genuine, you know, it's like some of them. And I had a recent problem personally. Right. The amount of phone calls I had from the horror community mm-hmm. versus the normal community. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it's sort of like, you know, my phone for like three or four days. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. We're at the other end of the, you know, yep. other end of a free call if you need us. If yeah. you need us to help you out, we're here. And I'm like, thank yeah. you. It's meant so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, as I say, they're all right there for each other. So it does. I think you know we're bonded, mm-hmm. not by yeah. horror, but you do. You know, you're all bonded yeah. together. If that makes some sense. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we know that mostly everybody in the community is genuine, but there are a couple of bad eggs that get in there, and there's a couple of filmmakers that try to, you know, use the the I guess the good hearts of a lot of the people in the community for their own personal advantage which with Indiegogo yes. campaigns in particular so like do you have any type of advice for people that would like to donate to Indiegogo campaigns um and kind of have a be at ease on who they're donating to and how to kind if, of figure it out if I was this is my advice with okay. no offense Deborah but I did my research on her how genuine she was, how, you know, I went on a couple of lives and mm-hmm. I just sat there in the background and got to know her. That makes me sense. You know, yeah. you get the feeling. It's sort of like, are they doing mm-hmm. a live because they want to 
breaking the money and then they're going to stop doing the live. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you've got to sit there and you've got to do your research. You know, mm-hmm. if there are, it's like I will never pay pal. So I'd always go to an Indiegogo because you've got a little bit more comeback. Mm-hmm. with Indiegogo than what you would do pay, I would never mm-hmm. pa- go on a PayPal mm-hmm. that, to me I'm sorry no way it's <laughs> you know do your research yeah and you know see what the uh, you know ask the community how is Joe what's Joe Bloggs like mm-hmm. you know if they're genuine they won't mind you asking a couple of questions if they're mm-hmm. not genuine and get as we call it, RC here. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like then, then there's obviously a problem in my eyes. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. You know, just Absolutely. do your research, and you know, if there's if there is a uh, in your stomach, mm-hmm. go with that gut feeling because at the end of the day, you know there are a lot of people that have done nasty things. Right. And it's not nice, and they shouldn't be. And there should be sort of like I think there should be like a list, a blacklist mm-hmm. of those who have not done well. You know, done the indie horror well in my eyes right. because it brings down independent film and independent horror. Mm-hmm. Hey, I guess what's an indie film? Oh my god, you involved. <laughs> uh, and I think there should, right. you know, you do get the odd few that make yeah. spoil it for everyone else. And as I say, you know, when I do, you know, look at campaigns or getting involved with stuff, I really do do my research before because it is your money you're giving. And, yeah. you know, you said, how do they do they communicate on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. Do they, and so, yeah. you know, you, because at the end of the day, if they're only on their page once a month, yeah. you're sitting there, excuse me, but you're asking for money. Why you, you should be on an, even if it's a, in the evening on a daily basis mm-hmm. oh we don't we bought props today it's an update of where the money's going yeah or stuff like that or plans it's you know mm-hmm. i think that it's important communication yeah. with your audience and your backers and stuff like that so absolutely that's what i say that's very good advice um so definitely and if you don't know about the person or don't know where to start you can reach out to like carrie yates or jimmy presley or noelle Berger, people that are big you know even myself like people that are in the community that would be able to lead you in the right direction and if they don't have a, like the proper answer for you then they could you know recommend somebody for you to reach out to because mm-hmm. like like carrie said like the, this is your own money so you know, using your money, um, obviously you're working hard for your money. So you want to make sure that your money is going to be spent wisely and you're going to get what you're promised. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the last question I got for you, um, do you know, like, like, this is more personal. Um, so I guess it's a two-part question. Um, which horror film or franchise got you your start into becoming a horror fan? And the second part is what is your current favorite horror film or franchise? Right, my first one, hang on, is it got me into it. It, it was more of a thriller. It was an escape mental patient, not okay. Michael Myers. It was <laughs> done by um, oh Aaron, Aaron Spelling. It okay. was about an escape. Con- I, if I can go on Google for a second. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh, hang on, I could go on Google and tell you. Hang on, 10 Sounds seconds. like a plan to me. <laughs> Aaron Spelling. Oh, hang on. It's yeah. Um, yeah. 
tortoise films that he did it in one of his very early films. Okay. We had a, uh, I think it's some desperate women. Hang on. Mm-hmm. It's done in the seventies. We had a. We used to have like not television. It just started mm-hmm. to come through, and I yeah. had a television in my room, and mm-hmm. I was told after eleven o'clock, Kerry, do not switch <laughs> it on. <laughs> and it was like, do you know the sort of like you sit there, go, shall I, shall I, and it's sort of like calling you. And I, in the end, I turned around and I went. Um, I sat there and I was like, oh, for God's sake, gone. And, and it was, it was this, I think it's called Eight, eight Des- Some Desperate Women. Eight Desperate Women or something. Okay. I think, you tell me, I think it's eight. Hang on. Sorry, I'm prepared. <laughs> no, Five Desperate Women, I think it's called. I, I know it's Desperate Women. Five. Yeah, well, anyway, they all go on a girly, um, girly mm-hmm. trip, and they end up on this, uh, end up on this, um, so like island, and it turns out that one of the these are the the um, lighthouse keeper or the maintenance man is the right. escaped convict, and he ends up murdering them all, and it's sort of like mm-hmm. it's Michael Myers, eh? Okay. But it isn't. Yeah, Five Desperate Women. It was in okay. 1971. Sorry. Nice. So, so prepared. Not. <laughs> it's, and it's actually on YouTube. If you And it's just sort of like you sit there and it's... <laughs> he, he, he sort of like escapes and then he pretends... Mm-hmm. You know, and, and at the end, you sit there and you're guessing who right. is the killer. Because you've got the... You handyman and you got like the coast guard, or yeah. you know, and you're sitting there going, Who is it? Who is it? And she chooses <laughs> wrong, obviously. Right. And she's going up this mountain, and yeah, it's sort of like that. And then, mm-hmm. um, then obviously, my dad accidentally went to Clown House because mm-hmm. my sister and my mum were going to see Snow White at the theatre, and my and my mum and that gave us a choice. I sat home mm-hmm. and our snacks and a video. She nearly mm-hmm. said DVD, but it was video back then. And yeah. my dad turned around and he said, oh, well, I've, oh, I've rented this video from a video store. Yeah. I went, oh, it's called Clown House. He thought it was Clowns in the House. He didn't read the back, typical mm-hmm. bloke. And <laughs> it ended up being sort of like these psycho clowns from outer space. <laughs> and he went, and that's all I put your horror for a while. And then I think the main franchise that really got me going is the Halloween franchise. Mm-hmm. But I do you know you start becoming a fan of it, and I think yeah. it's a Halloween franchise. But yeah. yeah, I think it's a good old Michael Myers, you know, nice. or Wallace. Yes, yeah, got a huge tattoo on my thigh. Huge one. Nice. <laughs> Had yep. to be done. Had to be done. And I've got my thorny. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yes, that that's is awesome. when that one is 1978, it says. Nice. That's awesome. And and then that is obviously when Rob Zombie brought okay. him back to life. So yeah, nice. and then got the yeah. thorn in the middle. That's awesome. Yes. That's yes. awesome. Um, so is that I'm guessing that's your current uh favorite franchise too? I, I do you know what? I don't really have a franchise. Do you know you sit there and you flit? Yeah. 
you sit there and go, oh, I fancy that tonight, or I fancy... You know, it depends what mm-hmm. mood you're in. Yeah. It just seriously depends on what mood you're in. Yeah. If you're in, it's like, tonight, I think I'm watching Secret Santa because I nice. fancy an anti-festive. Mm-hmm. So you get to that point where you want... You sit there, you're done, sort of like Frosty <laughs> the Snowman. Yeah. And you're like, actually, tonight, actually, I want an adult festive mm-hmm. horror. So it must probably be Secret Santa then followed by Black Christmas, the original. So that's probably nice. my festive viewing for tonight. So, that yeah. sounds awesome. It really does. Well, I thank you so much, Carrie, for joining me. Yeah, no worries. And thank you for having me on. And I'm honored. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I'm honored too. You have a great rest of your day. I will right. do. I'm about to take your children out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, you have fun. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.